get the message. They've got so much more life experience. Welcome everyone to Mental Health Uncensored. My name is Yehuda Rostin. And I am Shlaimi Balsam. Thank you all so much for your incredible feedback from our first episode. Everyone I spoke to was just excited about the idea from the inception, from the trailer, and then the first episode. You guys were so positive and we got some really informative also uh, information. A lot of a variety of people listen to it. I gotta say, we had some doctors, some of your doctor friends. Yeah. Some regular people. I don't know. It was just. It was. It was really nice. There are two types of people: doctors and regular people, <laughs> like the peasants. Cool. Yeah. Um, I it, w two notes that I got from a Dr. Schmuel Brachfeld. Number one, and we mentioned it briefly that uh, the first episode I was a little nervous putting it out because it's somewhat negative, uh, looking at all the you know the dark side, the bad therapists, and the truth is that there are so many models today that have such different styles. Some are more goal-oriented than others, and our episode did not mean to be a jab at those who aren't uh, intensely focused on their goal. There are some models that are a little more, uh, you know, the boundaries are a little bigger, so while you might not see what you're getting out of your therapy in this session, but looking back after a little while, you'll see, oh wow, we've come a long way. So. Not necessarily a red flag, um, but you should have like you should feel like you are even with those therapies, you should feel like you're going somewhere. You have gone somewhere, and uh, it has having a positive effect on you. And you know the issues that you came in with, you're uh, they're not getting worse. You know, um, at least that. And the second thing was just to clarify uh, the difference between uh, bipolar and borderline. Uh, Rebbe had mentioned borderline in passing um, in right. our meeting. <clears throat> And uh, borderline is a cluster B personality disorder. That's where you have the mood swings and uh, it's the emotional instability, interpersonal challenges, identity and self-image issues, uh, which could be coming from a history of trauma. Those are uh, fundamentally harder to deal with. And it's also harder to set goals with people with personality disorders. Um, bipolar, that was more what we were talking about though with the giant mood swing. Right, so I feel like it was a little bit of confusing for some people. It sounded like we were talking about borderline, but the uh, how you introduced it sounded more like bipolar. That's right, exactly. All right, let's jump into today's uh, Okay, topic. so this is, this is a really big topic because there's an opening to such a crazy conversation here and I wonder if we'll be able to hit, hit, the, hit the mark on this one. Well, at least and the this iceberg. is also something that everyone deals with in some way or another. And, and you'll see in a second how that works out. Literally every single person, God willing, deals with this in some aspect or another. So let's get right into it. The question is, and you're going to see the path how we get there. The question is, when someone has an abusive relationship with their parents, their parents are abusive in some way, when is the correct time to break that relationship? What's the correct thing to do? How do you view your parents? And stuff like that. Now to get there, mm -hmm. to get to that point where we could actually understand fully what it takes to, let's say, what, what, what's required that you see in your parents that you need to break the relationship or do something, we need to first understand the, 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 the point of parents yeah. in a simple way. You know, and not, I'm not trying to put in you know too much 
sort of things. Just really, what's the benefits of having a parent in your life? Mm-hmm. And then I guess we could transition to when, when, it, when that benefit is gone and it becomes a detriment and then you need to break it or alter it in some way. Right. So let's get right into it. Rabbi did not listen to the recording yet. We're going to play you that recording very shortly. Yeah. Of what Rebbe had to say about literally a, the simple question of the point of having parents in your life. We gave Rabbi Shalem a little bit of time to think about this. Hmm. Let's hear what he got. So what I understand is we're looking to sort of define the role of parents and uh, see how those effects play out in mental health, in therapy down the line, right? Like what, what you know, our parents, the way I understand, um, they start at our emotional journey because a baby is born, and Revolba talks about this. It's interesting, wait, I yeah. see where you're going quickly. Yeah. Rebbe was much more simple in his answer, and I'm excited to hear what you have to say, but I'm just letting yeah. you know, Rebbe was much more <laughs> vague in his answer, could be I asked it wrong, but we'll have to hear it, okay. I have, I, have, I have no problem uh, being short of Rebbe, <laughs> that's, you know. Fire, that, fire. Yeah, um, I, that, that's his godless, that he can simplify things. Uh, l- l- this is what's coming to mind. Let's do it. Okay, parents are the bedrock of our emotional stability because, as babies, we are totally powerless, clueless. Uh, we, you know, if our parents didn't, you know, take us home from the hospital, we would just, you know, flail around for a little while, scream a whole bunch, and, you know, th- that's, th- that's, th- that's it. Um, our parents let us know that there is such a thing as unconditional love. I recently heard a, uh, a live th- uh, therapy session with, uh, with a couple and they were struggling with their relationship just because one of them had a stable home growing up, loving parents unconditionally, and the other one thought that the only unconditional love that a person can have is from a pet. Wow. Yeah, he never got that. His father wasn't around and his mother was busy and overwhelmed and suffered from so her So you're own. saying in a yeah. sense if his wife was acting with unconditional love, she was being an animal. Well, he just had no idea how to handle. He didn't know how to respond to that. That's crazy. Yeah, he, he didn't know what unconditional love looked like, as opposed to someone who is shown that from a, a young age, and they're grown up, they're brought up with unconditional love, and unconditional love, may I, this is a very, very important parenthetical point, unconditional love does not mean whatever you want, I will give you. It does not mean that our kids can blackmail us, we're like, well, if you love me, then you would let me smoke pot. Absolutely not. I, lo- I, I, I will love you no matter what, but that also means I will love you while I punish you. I will love you while I take away the things that are bad for you. I will love you no matter when, where, or right, how. Right, meaning unconditional love doesn't mean that you can do what you want. It means you can, I will insist that the best ending happen to you. And I'm going to, you know, do, 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 yeah, do the best that I can do to set you on that journey. Right, right. Uh, obviously, we do not control the Bechir of our children. So as this is true. good as parents can be, and if they follow every rule in the book, and, I, and, and every rule in every book, the Maisa, it's all tefillah, right? Revolba has a safer, uh, Binyan Zriya uh, and tefillah. Those are the three um, ingredients to raising good children. You have to build them, you have to plant them. It's amazing, Safer. Look it up, Rebecca Kelman uh, translated. It's and Tefillah, and none, of, none of it works. You do all the planting, you do all the building, and, and if you don't daven, there's no, pro- no guarantees. Okay, so now, the benefits of parents. The benefits of parenting. Benefits of a parent hmm. in your life. I made a whole list of, uh, I have a list here of all the detriments of bad parenting. The okay. benefits is uh, all the opposites of these things, where you don't have uh, 
attachment and emotional regulation um, you have a healthy self-esteem you know that there's a, a rock waiting for you at home you know that um, that there's a, there's self-confidence there's you don't have this, this stress and anxiety all these behavioral emotional issues um, cognitive development these are all issues that can come about from a, a detrimental flawed parenting and unconditional love and a rock and a, a safe place that's something that parents can offer. That's why I, I have a quick yeah. question before we get to our busy recording because I love what you said. Mm-hmm. In your practice, I, I know that you see a lot of young men. Yeah. That's primarily who you see. Yeshiva guys. Yeshiva guys. Have you met, and this is a big question, first of all, what, in a rough estimate, how many guys have you seen in your entire career? Since I started. Since you started. Just throw out a number. 50,000. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> A lot, okay, yeah. but it, it's been it's been a nice number, okay. Yeah. Have you ever seen someone struggling? And I'm not talking about with something that's like considered an actual uh, an issue that that's uh, genetic or something that's actually in his brain, mm-hmm. but anything that I don't nurture nature. I'm sure that that plays in a lot. Mm-hmm. But have you ever seen someone coming from a completely healthy home? I know that that term is very fluid, but a completely healthy home and have these issues? Ah, of, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Again, tefillah. You dive that your kids are gonna have good friends. If one bad friend, one rotten apple in the class, your kid, let, it'll, you know, gravitates to him, and you know, he's done. Uh, one teacher. Yeah. Brene Brown did a study on shame, and she says, I'm sure that there are shaming issues in our schools. Not because nothing against the schools, but everyone that we've interviewed who is suffering from shame as an adult, 85% of them pointed to their schools. Wow. That wasn't wow. the parents. Right. Parents were great. So I feel like this whole conversation, where this whole is just a, an attempt to do our Aristotle's and do the do as best as we can. Now, obviously, we're understanding, like you said, that there's that, that last link in the chain, or maybe the first link of tefillah and the fact that it's really Hashem doing this. Mm-hmm. But how you're putting it is that the benefit of, the in you know in in, in a perfect world where our Aristotle's actually played out perfectly, which is somehow we're, how, in, to some extent, how we're supposed to act, as if our Aristotle is actually accomplishing what we're setting out to accomplish. Right. So in the perfect, in, in that world, where we're doing the cause and effect, the, the benefit of having good parenting is the stability you're talking about, is, is the confidence, is the, is the you know, unconditional love, which could be, as you said, the bedrock of someone's emotional uh, life, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I'm really curious to hear this recording. Let's do it. Yeah, for it. Here we go. Shlemy and I are recording the podcast for my, uh, mental health. So the next thing that we want to do is um, about parents. So Shlemy is recording that about Rebbe talking about when to break relationships. I wanted just to talk about what's the importance of a relationship with your parents. For some reason, we all have an assumption that parents are old-timers and they're not with it and they don't understand this. Um, just because they're not necessarily familiar with what's going on, like, and they're not, they're not with it, that doesn't mean that they don't have profound wisdom to share with us. That's number one. That's number one, which is, which is, uh, which is a real shame. A lot of the generation gap is superficial. That means the this that the parents are giving over and want to continue to give over and are important to them. 
are so big, it's just that the presentation is outdated, the applications are outdated, but get the message. Problem is, you know, so we don't have to deal, we don't want to deal with the but they want us to do this, they want us to do that, and we don't feel like doing it. Get past that. Get past that. You know, you have to navigate it, you have to see uh, what you'll do to please them, what you won't do. But get the message. Get the message. They've got so much more life experience. That's, that's one very important thing. And the other thing, the family is very important. And, and, and if, if it's not important for you, it's important for grandchildren. It's so different when grandchildren grow up and they have grandparents. It, it gives them a whole different sense of identity, of security. It, it's so healthy for them. And then especially when the grandparents get older and they're there for them, it's so good. Who's there for whom? The kid, the grandchildren are there for the grandparents. The grandparents are like, you know, it, 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 it's a two-way street. <laughs> it's a two-way street. You know, sometimes it's hard to know who's doing more for whom, but it's so beautiful. It's so nice. It's really so, so nice. You know, I, I know for, you know, for all the families living, living there, it's just all away from the grandparents. I feel terrible for the grandparents. I mean, they're not, they're not seeing their grandchildren grow up, but also the, the, the grandchildren are being deprived. You know, it's not the same to speak to a grandparent on Zoom or, or have, them, have them come visit or you go visit them once a year or something. It's a lot different than when they're part of your life. The connection that a child has to their parent, how does that impact, you know, his, the, the connection, how does that impact his life in general when he has that connection? Um, it feels good. It feels good. It feels very good. By the way, being able to give something back to your parents is such a good feeling. Right. You know, nachas without without your whole life being pleasing them, but some nachas. I mean, you can when you, when they get older and then you can help them. Right. It's, it's such a good feeling. Wow. Okay. There's a lot to unpack here. I very pulled out. very different route. Did you dig on that way? I mean, I did. <laughs> I was there. Right. But... <laughs> No, I mean, when you were there, were you shocked? Like, like Rebbe, where are you going with this? Yeah, I was, I'll be honest, I was not expecting that. I was expecting very much along the lines of what you said. And in, in fact, I was literally exactly mm -hmm. that, about the about the stability that you have. I feel like he was more talking about, uh, whatever, yeah, whatever. That, that's, uh, yeah, it's definitely a different route. Yeah. How okay. do you feel about this? <laughs> um, it was beautiful. I loved, I have a theory why he took this route. I have a theory. Um, Let's talk about this, what, 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 what Rebbe did say for a second. I believe he focused on us more than our parents. Like entirely about what we can give to our parents, the value of having parents and grandparents. Right, the value of a, grand, a grandchild being able to give to the grandparent. He was yes. very much focused on giving, which right. is, I think, an overlooked aspect of being a child. Especially today. It's something, it's, it's a really beautiful, beautiful way to look at it. One of the benefits of having a good relationship with your, with your parents is that you can give to them. Mm -hmm. That is the most astounding statement ever. And it's backwards from the way we would naturally, in 21st century Western culture, think. We think, it's so easy to be entitled with your parents. Because all I've ever known of my parents is they give me. When in the world do I stop and turn around and be like, what second, what second, what second, where's my giving in this relationship? Exactly. And then it kind of, I'll say it like this. 
Yeah. You have a relationship between a parent and a child, and I don't know if this is true, but when you can give back to the parent, it kind of solidifies the relationship. Yeah. As there's, you, an unconditional love, so you have a, a support, but the fact that you never had a giving in it could take away from a certain aspect of the relationship. Sure, sure, it's a one-way relationship. Right, and even the not like these are the nachas you give, but ah, actually be able to give back that's is passive. like yeah, and the only nachas because but to give to them is mm-hmm. wow, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. stunning. Yeah, yeah, you know every rebbe wants her talmud to surpass them. Every parent, every healthy parent wants the child to gain their own independence. They don't want to as much as parents want to give their kid, they want their kids to become givers. Um, I would be remiss if we did a, a podcast about parents and I didn't thank my parents for being the most absolutely incredible parents in the world. Uh, Albert Einstein, he said that uh, I left home when I was 18. And when I came back when I was 22, I was amazed as to how much smarter my parents got. Right? Exactly. <laughs> my parents are brilliant. And the older you get, the more you hop like, that was a great move. Remember when they didn't say that? Which that was the first <laughs> thing for every, that was the first thing where we talked about, about the fact that we think they're old timers and they're and they're out of it a lot. Yeah. And Rebbe, by the way, is a great person to talk to about this because mm-hmm. he went. He, he's in Kiev now, which means he has to talk to the twenty twenty four now. Happy New Year's, yeah, twenty twenty four generation, and he's not a twenty twenty four person. He's very held as Rebbe, old school, a very old school. Yeah. <laughs> and yet somehow he talks. He's Rashiva of Aish. He's also the Rav of a very yeshiva shul in Sanhedrin Machavet. Right. So he has this balance. And he also has a colo. Yeah, of a bunch of loonies like us. <laughs> <laughs> but you have this dynamic of someone that's able to connect to this generation in the sense of knowing what's good for the from world and knowing what is totally happening in the outside world completely and being so up to date that even though he's a quote unquote older man, mm-hmm. so he's to be able to say that he could see the the you know the wiseness of a person in this world is yeah, yeah. To be able to, like what he said, focus on the message, while the presentation and the mashal might be outdated. So he, I mean, he happens to be a master at updating his mashalim. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's exactly. Incredible. While still Except holding on to that old remember, school. Yeah. remember when Rebbe didn't know that beer caps were still made like that? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was great. That's true. So that yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, but he, he's he you know he, he without sacrificing his rich. You know, memories and you know that entire kufa of beautiful Yidin back in the Haim, you know, Borough Park. Um, he's still able to t- talk in a way and present the messages, like the messages we get from Mishnayis, right? The whole point of Mishnayis is, is, is the message within a uh, 2,000 year old context, exactly, exactly. And it's pulling those lessons to nowadays. Now, Rebbe, in a large sense, we need to appreciate the fact that the messages we hear. Are going to be, you know, the mush, the mushal may be tainted, but the nimshal stands true. No, you know, it's timeless. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, the, so the question is, if children can, and this is our, I guess, our job, to extract and focus on messages beyond uh, the the presentation. It's like uh, when 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 your mashkiach says, you know, WhatsApp is bad for you. 
and you're like, okay, you know what? You said what's I feel like they did that on purpose, though. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Gucci shoes, I'll be like, yeah, right, <laughs> okay, stop. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but 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 there, are, but the messages that people who have spent more time on this planet have made more mistakes than us. Exactly. Right? A wise man, right, learns from his mistakes. A really wise man learns from everyone else's mistakes. You know, well learn from everybody. Yeah. Um, well said. And the messages are all there, and we can't shut down the program just because it's a little outdated. Right, and I feel like we, we think that we think that because they weren't in our generation, they don't know our challenges, but we have to understand that in every generation there are challenges. Sure. And those challenges, while they may not be as severe as, our, as ours in a lot of ways, but they have they had challenges. And we have those challenges in other ways. For example, you have in the, in the Altaheim, right? So they don't have the certain experience that we have, right? Mm -hmm. But they knew what it was to feel jealous of someone. So, you know, we, we, we delete everything. Right, maybe they can't understand the Taiba for X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. They don't know what it's like to walk through the street of 2024. But they know what it is to be jealous. Yeah. They know what it is to, to do chesed. They know what it is to, you know, all, we delete everything because the message that we heard. Ah, you don't get me. Exactly. I think even in those mishalim, everything is in the Torah. And... Yeah, I mean, this is a song also, but it's but it's actually you know Perkelva stuck up from Shwaki. So there's <laughs> there's uh, I, you know every taiva has existed since the creation of you know of time and it's all there and it just it comes in different forms. If you can look past the encasement and see what's contained inside, there's wisdom. And of the four things that I heard Rebbe say, so we had the first one, which is appreciating the messages from the olden days and you know taking the message out from the vintage uh, mm. crusting container <laughs> exactly right and blow up the dust and see you know the treasure inside treasure is, is buried that's yeah. number one number one number two he said appreciating the value and the security and I, I kind of touched on that a little bit the security of family and exactly. he shifted into grandparents which is interesting yeah that was number two number three was the living abroad when you have uh, kids who are living really hard Israel, it's hard and I think he's pointing out it's not just hard, you know, like Shana Vashina, I miss my parents, but you're missing out on, on that relationship. That's, you know, Eritasona can be sewer. And the fourth point was that giving back, building that connection feels really good. And he kept on saying this, that, you know, as children, we have an opportunity to give to our parents, which is, like you said, entirely overlooked. Um, I started a minute, I forget where I picked it up from, if, if anyone's listening to this and you were the guy that told me about this, please remind me that it was you. Uh, I want to give you a shout out. We celebrate our birthday every year. And um, I don't know if you remember, but when you were born, uh, you did nothing. Yeah? We're all born spoiled little blobs of, you know, homo sapien matter. And wow. <laughs> we're just like gargling and swinging our arms around. We have no idea how to do anything. And... Uh, our mothers remember that day pretty pretty vividly. You know, for them it was, it was you know stuff happened that day. That was like you know that was a, that that wasn't an, an easy day. day. It's not our birthday. We didn't give birth that day. And someone pointed out maybe it was in a sheer that it's our mother's birthday. So every year on my quote unquote birthday, I send my mother flowers, wishing her a happy my birthday. And it's very nice. Yeah, I, I started in the five, ten years ago, and not, I, I, I have forgotten, you know, and you know, sent it two weeks later, or whatever. But um, just the idea that, like, hold on, you're here, like, once beautiful. you're an adult, like, and you're no longer a taker, 
you should be a giver and look for places to give. Absolutely the first beautiful. stop is your parents. Absolutely beautiful. And living, sending those flowers, you know, the, 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 um, the gifts from abroad yeah. are about as big of a connection as you're going to get while being abroad. Mm-hmm. You know, and as Rebbe pointed out also, to shift it a little bit to the fact that having a kid seeing their grandparent over a camera is nothing. Yeah. And even though the kid may not feel, you know, actually the relationship, but they know that there's there's a, a hierarchy in their family and, and that they have, they're not just coming from nowhere. They have somewhere where they came from. Yeah. And and that's roots. A lot, yeah, a lot of Judaism is based, not all, every aspect of yeah. Judaism is based on roots. Every single aspect. Mm. If you don't have roots, you don't have the Torah. You're not Jewish. You don't have a shave it. Exactly. Yeah. Your mother is what makes you Jewish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think when we're overseas, we have to look for every connection that we can find and uh, take advantage of it. And yeah, even the video calls, you know, take advantage of those. Exactly. In the olden days, it was like, you know, 50 bucks for a 10 second phone call. This is absolutely crazy. Yeah. Okay, Bezer Shem next week, stay tuned. We're going to explore the flip side of parenting. It's gonna get a little bit more dark because we're going to be heading into the, you know, all these benefits that we've discussed. When are those benefits not worth it? When are all those benefits that we just described about having this full relationship with your parents, about having your kids having grandparents, when is it time to break a relationship? Is there ever a time to break a relationship? Is there any limit to put on this relationship that you can have these benefits? There are, there are parents who are unhealthy and, uh, you know, with serious mental issues and you know that we have a mitzvah kibbutz of aim how does that play in exactly exactly it's gonna be a fun episode and we're looking forward to seeing you there stay tuned as always leave your five star ratings share it this is a message that Clyde Soul needs to hear thank you so much for listening thank you I'll see you next week bye